Otherwise with Nancy Richards. Thanks very much, Asanda. Otherwise, it is with me, Nancy Richards, here on SAFM. We're talking women, and it's Wednesday, which means that we are chatting. It's not a help desk, it's a chat room. And the team today, we've got Kim Winter and Des Skippers, and we have you. So don't forget, if you'd like to give us a call and share your thoughts on the issue of school uniforms, the number to call is 0892 0892102010. Well, why are we talking about school uniforms? Why shouldn't we be talking about school uniforms? How many people on this, in this country walk around in school uniforms every day, each and every day? And I think it's something really to discuss because school uniforms are not just what you wear to indicate what school you're coming from. They're somehow very, very symbolic. I suppose ever since the days of Serafina, the musical, they've become quite symbolically revolutionary um, in terms of school uniform, depending on how you wear it. So that's, uh, that's another issue that you might like to think about. Lots of issues, though, and certainly not least, as we heard recently around Youth Day, apparently learners uh, taking part in Youth Day celebrations were urged not to wear their school uniform, uniforms in case they were partaking in rowdy parties in uniform, which may not be showing respect to the learners of 1976, who, as you know, marched in their uniforms. Well, we did a little bit of looking around and, and phoning around and asking around, and I put out a bit of a message on Facebook. And some of the messages we got on Facebook, interestingly, Jen says, brilliant thing in school uniforms because they put everyone on the same level, although I think we could just have one standard for all schools and then just maybe alter the badges and ties. Christine said, essential, there is no peer pressure, Ray labels. Both my sons have a great uniform, easy to maintain, and they look good, beige chinos and white golf shirts. Jen responds by saying, I think a lot of schools are pretty strict regarding school uniform, although I think there is some creativity in length of skirts for most girls. Anyway, I also do wonder why, when we live in Africa, kids have to wear blazers and lace-up shoes. Surely it's all a bit colonial, really, or is it just neat? Um, We had more, why not a simple universal uniform with just one distinguishing feature in jacket? We need to update this old-fashioned militant impractical sausage factory represented by a school uniform. They're cold in winter and hot in summer. And Gladys says, I wish I can go back to those days that you're mentioning, Jen. Well, I'm glad I don't have to go back to the days of school. I grew up in a uniform that I felt to be very restrictive, and it was brown, and I absolutely hated it. But uh, never mind, looking back on it, perhaps it wasn't such a bad thing. But what's important is what do you feel? We have in the studio two learners, which is really wonderful. They are, in fact, our neighbours. They're all the way from Seapoint High School, right across the road. They're Thea Bulela Boto and Kanyiswa Tlinwa. And they're going to tell us what they feel about school uniforms, looking really quite smart in there. It's covered in badges, I see there. <laughs> we also have, interestingly, from Equal Education, we have Lisa Andrews, who's with the Equal Education Law Centre, and I think she's been doing some work into the legalities of what you may and may not wear at school, which I think is, is a whole different slant. And we have Nokobonga Yawa, who's with Equal Education and has been since their inception. And she also has a little girl at the age of 10, who presumably is in uniform. So those are our guests. We're going to be chatting around a few issues. But don't forget, if you'd like to give us a call, the number is 0892102010, 0892102010. If I can just say, on the subject of Africa, one of, the, uh, one of our Facebook respondents said, on school children in Africa, uh, there's a website that I came across which is called ASAP, African Solutions to African Problems, and it's quite interesting. It's kids helping other kids. They say going to school and getting an education is every child's right. 
In South Africa, children who cannot pay school fees are often excluded from school. School uniforms are compulsory, but many orphans and vulnerable children cannot afford them. Well, what they're doing at ASAP is helping kids who can afford it help other kids who can't afford them to get the uniforms and to be at school with dignity. So you can see your uniform as something to be proud and dignified, uh, or you can see it as some sort of oppressive, oppressive symbol, but let me not be putting words into anybody's mouths. Give us a call with your thoughts on the subject of school uniforms, 0892 10 2010, 0892 10 2010. Stay with us. Otherwise, with Nancy Richards. Yeah. Otherwise, indeed it is. We're talking about school uniforms. And I must tell you, I phoned around lots and lots of different uh, school outfitters just yesterday, and nobody was willing to come on board and talk about it, and I thought that sounded a little bit inauspicious. Um, I did, however, speak to a lady by the name of Anisha from Topper's School Uniform Outfitters in Athlone, who had some very interesting thoughts to tell us. In fact, she was talking about um, the issue of two schools, Athlone High and Bridgetown, both of whom had virtually identical uniforms. And kids from one of the schools were found behaving badly and smoking, and they were reported, and the school principal went along to investigate and found, in fact, that they weren't his pupils, but they were from the other school. So he asked toppers if they wouldn't change their uniform to draw the distinction. So I suppose wearing your uniform is also be ab- about being an ambassador for your school. So let's start with uh, a couple of the ambassadors from Seapoint High across the road. Sia Bolella, let's start with you. You're very proud there in your, in your labelled and badged uniform. What's your feeling on the school uniform? Are you proud to wear it? How do you feel? Um, thank you for having me. Um, school uniforms, for me, I feel they, they form as part of a, of a very important component in a learner's um, school life. They not only form part of um, a school's identity, but they ensure that a, uh, a learner becomes part of a whole group. And it's it's... It's that idea of association and belonging to somewhere that keeps the learner to thrive and work towards something because they know they're not in this to alone, they're this as a collective. Okay, yeah, that's, mm. that's a good point. It's not just about, you know, showing off which mm. school you come from, but it means you're part of the family, yes. as it were. Um, can you, so what about you? I mean, I'm just assuming that because you're a girl, you're sort of more fashion conscious, but that's already a, an unfair assumption. But your take on uniforms is what? Um, well, when I came to my school, one of the first things they asked it was the importance of uniform. So it's great to actually be here. Um, uh, for me, uniform, it, it brings about unity. I mm. think when, when there's a balance among everyone, I think you become, you become a family, like Sia said, and you just, you don't, you become, you become, you become on the same level. So it's kind of, um, a very, I think, a very good component in terms of school life. Because that's what, what's important when you go out there in the outside world and then you understand and then you just fit in everyone without having actually to... You, you would have had that background from yeah. your school career. So, yeah, so. uniform, unity, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, Sia, it's, you know, once you're wearing your school uniform, now you do have to be an ambassador. Are you quite conscious of the fact that everybody knows, especially walking around these streets, that black blazer, we all know them. Are you, are you quite conscious of that? Yeah, very much. Because once you've got this uniform on, waking up in the morning, putting it on, you know, you're going to school. And every, the public is looking at you and you represent your school in a manner that you, it also enforces you to behave accordingly because a learner at school is expected to behave accordingly. And it also forms as part of neatness. So when it, 
when you need as an individual shows that there's order, there's um, there's discipline, there's respect, and it also forms part of the development of a young person. Mm. And I feel it's greatly important. We're talking about school uniforms here on Otherwise, and if you'd like to give us a call with your thoughts, maybe you're a parent and you're battling to keep up with the prices of school uniforms, 0892 10 2010 is a number to call. I mean, when I last checked, blazers are <coughs> not cheap items. Um, neatness and order, it's part of a development. Um, can you say, do you, is it the case with all of the guys and girls at your school that everybody wears them with pride? Or, or do they do that when they're around the school and by the time they get home, it's not so much the same. You don't have to point any fingers or name anyone. <laughs> well, I, I, in a, I would hope that is the case. But then what happens when you're in the school grounds, I think when you're around people that look just like you, you tend not, not to do anything that would damage the name. So you just be in that group and you do as what everyone is doing around you. But like sometimes when we go out there, we tend to also forget, you know, where we come from. And then we just, let it all out and for some people they feel forced to, to wear school uniform within the school grounds yeah. and when they go out there it becomes something else but I would like to think that is the um, case but we would never know what really happens after school because after school really restricts you into having uniform and some people don't like to be forced and to be in an area where there's pressure to because we are, so most of the, most schools we are, you are forced to actually do that and that and that and then we kind of it depends on the individual. Yeah. Right. Really, are there, are there rules around it? See, when you leave the school, are there, you know, you may not take off your blazer, you may not, I don't know, roll up your trouser pants or, you know, your trouser legs, or, or are there any rules about what you can and can't do? Yeah, there's a lot of it, because once you've got the uniform on, you expect it to wear it a certain way. And rules such as um, tucking in your shirt, rules such as... Um, Okay, obviously having the correct uniform at the correct time, and then um, once you at break, okay, you can take it off. But uh, you know, you're going inside the school's property doors, you must be neatly dressed. It, all components, yeah, there are rules that are enforced mainly by prefects and stuff. Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah, so there are rules of wear it a certain way. I think we should come back to wearing it a certain way and how you wear your school uniform is it, altogether a different thing. Can you? So I'm sure you will know mm-hmm. what I'm about to say because I've seen people wearing their school uniforms. They could be walking on a on a fashion catwalk. They look so stylish, and it just really it depends how you do it. Oh eight nine two ten twenty ten. If you'd like to share your thoughts, oh eight nine two ten twenty ten. We've got ZD on the line from KZN. Hi ZD. Hello. 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 Hi. Yes. How are you? Yes. Got you loud and clear. Yes. Uh, look, I think for me, uh, the school uniform is almost like marriage. There are those who like it. There are those who don't like it. Mm-hmm. But also, looking at it, uh, for me, to those probably are not coming from good families, the uh, uh, the uniform will teach them to be to to aspire to be a, at a certain level. And to those who are coming from uh, uh, affluent uh, 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 places in terms of families. It brings them down to say, look, in as much as you might have, you can afford to, 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 to wear more, but you need to know that there are certain norms that you need to abide to. It, it's also, it teaches uh, 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 kids to respect the law. And also, one of the things that makes, uh, 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 was this, uh, the, the dressing codes uh, more, uh, what, what, what can I say, uh, more ex- acceptable is, if the school itself is able to 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 to, to what's this thing, 
to enforce the the the, the, the codes of of the uniform. One, the uniform doesn't also go along with 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 the dress code. It also goes along with how you look in terms of saying the same things that you are not supposed to come and bring. You're not probably supposed to to bring green shoes or whatsoever. Mm. Or also in terms of the way you look, the hair. As a student, they say 17, 16 year old, they're not supposed to come to school dressed in uh, in in a lot of makeup. So I think that 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 that, that is very very important. Yeah, yeah. Zandile, thank you very much. Uh, it's aspirational, and I think the idea that Zandile was mentioning there that it brings everybody to a certain level because one of the one of the criticisms that I found is that you know if it's when it's civvies day everybody comes wearing their brands and their this and that and the other and it sort of sorts the wheat from the chaff in terms of what you got and what you don't get mm-hmm. um, so we've got to, now we have ZD on the line from KZN hi ZD hello Nancy hi. how are you I'm well thanks okay Nancy I just want to say that you know children look beautiful when they're uniformed and uh, they look at, um, they look uniformed and they look beautiful and they represent their schools and I just want to say, you know, it's another thing is when children are on alcohol or drugs, or sometimes they're abusing alcohol and drugs on the road, it's easier to identify what school they are from. So you can help that student, you know, uh, prevent doing what he is or she is doing, because you don't have to go to the wrong school. And one other thing I just want to bring to your notice, at the end of the year, when they have a big bash, they tend to put paint and, you know, uh, all sorts of paint on their uniforms. When that uniform could become in good use mm-hmm. for the little poor children, for the poorer children in that school. Yeah. Instead of wasting that uniform. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear that. I've also seen those shirts that are covered in paint and all sorts of things. Yes, thank you very much. I like the idea of kids looking beautiful in uniforms. That's lovely. Thank you. Thanks, uh, you, Zed. You're welcome. 0892102010, if you'd like to give us a call. I just want to draw attention to when I was talking to Anisha yesterday from Toppers, she was talking about um, there was a school on the Cape Flats where a learner was shot not so long ago. Uh, and, in fact, apparently the perpetrators who were carrying guns were also in school uniforms. So I think uniforms, are, they are very revealing, and I think we, we shouldn't assume that because you're in uniform there's a, a measure of innocence, but that's just how it is. Uh, Katlejo from Joburg. Hi there. Hi. Um, it's actually Katlejo from Todd. Oh, sorry. Yeah, fine. Um, I was just saying, um, I think the school uniform issue is, is, I think, in my opinion, it is good because people are able to say that this kid is from this school and the reputation of the school, if you're doing something good, could also uplift the reputation of the school and you're doing something bad. And unfortunately, then it's going to bring down the reputation of the Katlejo, we're going to have to let you go, I'm afraid. It was, uh, yeah, there was something wrong with your line. If you want to try and give us a call again, we can perhaps hear better what you had to say. 0892102010. I'd like to bring in our equal educators here. Um, Lisa, I'd just like to, I think we touched a little bit on what you can and can't wear and how you wear it. And as somebody who's with equal education in the law department, I think you've looked a little bit into... Um, I think you've looked a little bit into <coughs> what you can and can't wear, you know, in, in cultural terms. Is it yes, correct? yes. Um, thanks, Nancy. Um, school uh, governing bodies are entitled to impose their own code of conduct, which also includes uh, their dress codes. Um, unfortunately, though, some schools uh, tend to impose very um, strict and rigid um, dress codes, which don't uh, make accommodation for religious and, and cultural yeah. rights. So we've come against that sort of problem in, in a number of schools. Does, does each and every school, I mean, Sia was saying there that their school have certain rules about what you can and can't do and how you do and don't wear it. Does each and every governing body or school governing body 
do they have a say about uniform? Yes, yes. Okay. They're, they're the ones who would actually draw up the, the code of conduct, which would include the dress code. So and the, the Department of Education has no say over what the school governing body says about their particular school? Well, I mean, if the, if the department was, if it came to light that a school was implementing and enforcing an unlawful dress code, mm-hmm. they would definitely be entitled to intervene. But for them to sift through every policy is another story. So ultimately, they're responsible for relaying the sort of parameters of the law yeah. to schools. So schools are aware of of where the boundaries lie. Yeah, yeah. lots of issues around the legal aspect, not to say um, hair and scarves and yes. you know, all sorts of things that have been in the newspaper just recently. We're talking about school uniforms and all the various issues that go with them, whether it's legally uh, in terms of how you wear it, what you do when you're wearing your school uniform. Is it a good thing generally? Would it be easier if everybody just wore whatever they wanted to wear and then that all that pain would go away? But tell us your thoughts. 0892 10 2010. Mahala A time is back, bigger and better. Hello, caller. So, I heard that Jane is going to be made of honor at Andrew's wedding. What? I also heard that I can get 50% free airtime every time I recharge with MTN. It's impossible, right? I don't know about Angie and Jane, but the 50% Mahala A time is no rumor. Recharge and get 50% Mahala A time every day at any time to make free MTN to MTN calls. Send SMSs and use the internet. Believe it. Now that's bigger and better Mahala for you. Conditions apply. Minimum recharge value is 10 Rand. The Standard Bank Jazz Festival kicks off in Grahamstown on the 27th of June. SAFM is proud once again to be the official radio partner. Join us for 10 days of amazing jazz and blues, featuring Mikasa, Esavan Naidu, and dozens more local and international jazz superstars. Also featuring the 2013 Young Artist Award winner for jazz, Shane Cooper. SAFM will be there to bring you some amazing performances and keep you in the loop with all the backstage action. But there's nothing quite like being there, so book now at CompuTicket and head to Grahamstown for the Standard Bank Jazz Festival. Here's to the students who stood up to the might of an unjust system. The students who put aside their fear to march for the right to better education. Here's to the young men and women who fought and died for our freedom. Here's to millions of young South Africans who battle new challenges every day. Who overcome poverty and unemployment so they can reach their potential. Here's to the youth of South Africa. Here's to the future of South Africa. The SABC proudly salutes our youth this month. Otherwise, with Nancy Richards. It is indeed otherwise talking women and talking school uniforms today. Uh, In our chat room, we're talking about uh, whether or not school uniforms are a good thing or a bad thing and what they represent. And in the studio, we have uh, Lisa Andrews and Nokobonga Yawe, both from Equal Education. And we also have two learners from Seapoint High School, Siabulela Boto and Kaniswa Kinwa. And we have Sue on the line from the Eastern Cape with her thoughts. Hi, Sue. Hi. Hi. Yes. Uh, Sue, have you got your radio on? Yes. Could you turn it off? Okay. Thank you. Okay. It's just giving us a little bit of feedback, so if you'd like to give us a call with your thoughts, 0892102010, but uh, make sure your radio's off. Hi, Sue. Hi. Yes. Yes, my view on uniform, I think it's a wow thing because the children should be proud of um, where they come from. It says, you know, where you come, who you are, and uh, in terms of discipline as well, it, it, it helps the children to to know that they cannot go out of line, they cannot do anything wrong because they recognize with the uniform from the school that they come to. 
come from. So it's a good thing. It's a very yeah. good thing. Yeah. Have you got children at school, Sue? Yes, I do. You don't find their uniforms expensive? Um, you know, yes, their uniforms are expensive, but, let, you know, you need to look at the broader picture here. As I said, they're not wearing colored clothes every day to look what you're going to wear. You're wearing one set of clothes, discipline. It provides discipline. It provides, um, in terms of recognition, where you're coming from. And in everybody, there's no competition. Everybody's dressed the same, so there's nobody criticized or embarrassed of what they come, where their backgrounds are. So everybody looks at everybody on an equal level. Yeah. Lovely, Sue. Thank you very much. Thanks okay, for sharing thank that. Oh eight nine two ten twenty ten. Well, um, I was just also looking at a website. I think it was actually one from America, and there was a whole big exchange from learners themselves. And one, but somebody by the name of Kathy Kame says, "I think uniform is a good idea. On the few days where we don't have to wear uniform at my school, everyone gets rowdy." <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the case. I agree. Can you say, does I, it, does I it, do you have a civvy saying? We don't get it that much because due to the fact that it does get rowdy and you find that most of the time at, at my school, we don't, we're not given the privilege of actually um, getting service day. So yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. Why does everybody get rowdy? Because they're not wearing uniform. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Because I, know I don't get rowdy. So yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah um, I feel there's an element of showing off. I mean, hmm. many, like, we're, we're living in a westernized sort of society and the sort of fashion and sort of clothes that people wear um, tends to, they, they aim to attract a lot of um, attention from various other people. So what happens is that they dress up in a manner where they want to feel as if, okay, they're they the cool ones, they've got the money and they've got the proper clothes. And it, it causes things to be rowdy because on top of that, teaching does not take place. So that's what Kanisa just mentioned, that our school normally would like to restrict it in that manner and have school uniform because they are well-disciplined and be able to um, control them in a manner which, is, um, yeah. which works well. Yeah, yeah no, I, I hear exactly what you both say. I suppose I'm thinking that, you know, there are also on this website, there was a lot of, you know, but it's our right to wear what we want. And when you are choosing your own stuff, you know, you put your look together, you're expressing your personality. Um, and, you know, why shouldn't a young person express their personality? Well, uh, they, they should. They, they should. I mean, we've got a right to freedom and right to uh, association. And our country allows us to do things that we feel that um, they're necessary and feel that it's, it's, uh, it's within our rights. And when you when it comes to a school institution, they, that right may be may be <coughs> limited in a certain sense because it offers it, it aims to accommodate for the uh, for a greater group of people. And I feel that um, when you you have the capability to wear what you want, but school starts from a certain time to a certain time. You yeah. go home and then you can be able yeah. to do that. Just yeah. Can you so? Do you think that you know one of the things? I'm not sure which one of you said it. That when you when you get dressed up in your own stuff, you know, you, you're sort of attracting different people in different ways. Do you think that there's a sort of a bit more? I mean, you look very nice in your school uniform, but it's maybe not the sort of hottest uniform in town, or, or you know, uniform isn't maybe the hottest outfit in town. Do you think that everybody gets a little bit uh, body conscious when they're wearing their own clothes? Um, do you think that could be part of the rowdy story? Yes, I think so, because I think everyone wants to be wants to be the best out of the group, and we tend to want to 
you know, want to show off. I think, yeah, it, it does cause more rowdiness because there's more, less attention on what you came to school for and there's actually attention on you, what you, what, how you, how you look and what you have on. And I think, you know, the purpose of school is to actually get us to learn and yeah. not to really focus on the next person. Yeah. So yeah. And it could be fairly tough if you, if you don't have all the brand names, it could be, uh, does that happen? Well, it does happen. I think it, it, it brings, another person's self-esteem down. And I think mm. we kind of, as, as youngsters, we don't really have that conscience or that we're not, we're not sensitive in a manner. So I think it does, you know, it, it breaks down that unity that the school yeah, yeah. Uh, builds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think one thing that everybody needs is lots of self-esteem. So if your uniform gives it to you, I suppose, it, you know, this is really what it's all about being at school. We're talking about school uniforms here on Otherwise. And if you'd like to give us your thoughts, you're welcome. We have two guests from Equal Education. We have two guests from our neighbour school across the road, Seapoint High. And if you'd like to give us a call and share your thoughts, 0892102010. But let's uh, have news headlines at 1.30 with Asanda. Um, we're talking about school uniforms here on Otherwise, and as I mentioned earlier, we have uh, a couple of people from Equal Education. Well, Equal Education have way bigger issues to worry about in terms of schools than uniforms. We'll hear about that in just a minute. But let's first get the cricket crossing. Got Natalie on the line. Tell us all. Hi, Natalie. Hi there, Nancy. South Africa are up against England in the first semi-final of the Champions Trophy, and South Africa in all sorts of trouble at 98 for 8. Things have gone from bad to worse. They've never been on top of this game and never been in a good position. They now take a single with um, David Miller moving on to 22 from 23 deliveries. 99 for 8 is the score. Rory Kleinfeld is there at the crease with him on 6 from 10. Lots of work to do for David Miller and Rory Kleinfeld to get to South Africa to any kind of respectability. Earlier on, we saw a 30 from Robin Peterson, who came in at number 3, but he was LBW to James Anderson after 41 deliveries with four fours. And then Fafta Vlissi contributed 26 from 39, and he hit three fours in that innings and was eventually caught by the keeper, Joss Butler, the bowling of James Treadwell. But uh, the rest of the bats were not even getting into double figures. In fact, none of them getting past four even. So a very, very poor dis- batting display by South Africa. But England have been absolutely brilliant with the ball. They've only had to use four bowlers so far. James Anderson's taken two for 11 in seven overs. He's been superb. James Treadwell has now picked up three wickets. He's got the wickets of Faf Duplessis, JP Dumini, and also Chris Morris. So everything going England's way at the moment. South Africa, 99 for 8. We're into the 26 over. Natalie Jamanis for SAFM Sports. Thanks, Natalie. And uh, right now you're listening to Otherwise, where we're talking about school uniforms. And if you'd like to give us a call with your thoughts, 0892102010. Apparently we've had a couple of drop calls Sorry if you've been trying to get through. Try again. 0892102010. We have also Nokubonga Yawa with us. She's uh, with Equal Education. We also just have another Facebook message. Just read you this one quickly. Pat says, "Uh, Nancy, I'm from the old school. If not uniforms, there are pressure from kids as to how best they can look, designer labels, etc. Having said that, uniforms are costly, especially in poorer schools. Maybe those schools should be subsidised. Another item you should probably do on your show is the matric ball. Now, that is costly. can give you more snippets about that. Well, that's uh, definitely a show for another day. Uh, Nokobonga, you are with, you've been with Equal Education ever since it started. Since the beginning. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> well done, you. As I said there, you know, EE have got, and you were marching just yesterday, I mm. think. 
But many more issues to worry about. For instance, 3,554 schools do not have electricity. 401 schools have no water. 913 do not have any ablution facilities. 22,938 schools do not have stocked libraries. I mean, the list goes on, and here we are worrying about uniforms. Nonetheless, it, it is a concern. What, what's Equal Education's taken? Have you done any asking around? Well, uh, just before I left the office coming here at the studio, I spoke to a group of parents um, from Equal Education on what is their take and what do they think about the school uniform. And um, they did throw up some ideas. And this, obviously, we, we all agree that a school uniform is a good thing to have because a, a, for, for those kids who are coming from underprivileged families, they don't have to show, it doesn't have to show to be written in, yeah. their, in, in their clothes or in their faces. But they felt like the, it, it is expensive. And I personally, I feel like it is expensive because for my daughter, she's doing grade four, but already her uniform goes up to thousand, more than a thousand rand, mm. the full uniform. So just imagine for a parent who doesn't work, who's depending on the social grant, how can they afford that school uniform? It's good to see Elena in a full uniform, like... I can still see, I can see, okay, next to me. And they're very proud wearing their school uniform. And I wish back in the days where I was at school, I, would, I could look like this. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> the circumstances couldn't allow. And I, I still remember back then in the days when I didn't have a school uniform. And I, I would be a laughing matter because the teacher will ask you to go back home up until you have your school uniform. And, uh, or maybe they'll ask you to go and stand there by the board with the one leg. You know, there's still hundreds and hundreds or thousands of learners with no school uniform and they're still going through the same situation. So uh, we're just wondering how can we how can we make it work for, for, for all kids in South Africa? Because here we're talking about the basic education and basic education doesn't just end in the, in the, in, in the school you know, and the, and the education you receive in, 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 from the teacher. But it also goes with the school uniform that you're wearing, you know, all those things. Like, the, there's still, like, a, a big discussions that has to take place when it comes to school uniform. Because just now we were talking about um, how learners should wear their school uniform. Mm -hmm. Yes, the SGB would go there and decide that, okay, this is how learners should wear their, their school uniform. But they're not there to, 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 to observe whether the, the, the children are wearing the school uniform the way they're supposed to wear. It was shocking at the match on Monday when we were having a match. I saw a group of learners, they, like, they had these extreme hairstyles mm -hmm. with red lipstick. And I was like, oh my God, you know my teacher would beat me if you could see me like that. So I was wondering, from, they, they came from their houses in front, of, in, fr from, in, front of, in, in front of their parents wearing like that with those lipsticks. But I'm asking myself, what are the parents doing about this? Because it, 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 it should be something starting from home. When you leave your house, you know that your parent, if they see you dressed like that, they will tell you that you never ever leaving my house dressed like that. Yeah. Then your teacher at the school, a parent from the street, when they see you dressed like that, they will tell you that this is, this is not how a school child should look like. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally, totally hear you. Um, can you say quickly, if you were to go into school wearing makeup and lipstick and all that sort of thing, what would happen? <laughs> Staying home right away. Oh, really? uh, it depends on the schools that would come from. I would like to think that because my school is very strict, and yeah. you wouldn't even try yeah. and do that. 
So it depends on the school that you come yeah, from. Yeah, I suppose your headmaster actually, and and, uh, and he were, he sounded like he were, he had a finger on the pulse <laughs> of what was and what not allowed. Uh, incidentally, we were talking of you know your school uniform and and whether or not it was the right thing. Earlier, somebody phoned to remind us about secondhand school uniform shops at mm. schools. And having said that, it is a very good idea. But sometimes, you know, if you're wearing a blazer that six people have worn before you, <laughs> and it's beginning to look a little bit sort of light grey right. instead of black, <laughs> um, I mean, don't we all remember? You know, that can also be an issue. And people's self-esteem and confidence levels are fragile. 0892102010. We have Vusi patiently waiting on the line from PE. Hi, Vusi. Hi, school people. How are you? We're good. <laughs> How are you? Thanks. Yeah, I'm thanks. Uh, I think uh, uh, from the beginning, the point of uh, the uniform was a uh, uh, great understanding uh, because uh, uniform is a part of clothing. Then clothing is part of our culture. Then when you speak of culture, you speak of the behavior. Then now uh, there's a difference between a police uniform and a uh, nurse uniform. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So now, how do you differentiate those people? You differentiate them. You differentiate them through uniforms, meaning now they have uh, different works. They have different behavior on their works. Then now, uh, the intention of the school uniform was uh, the good idea from the start because education is the key to life. Then once you see the school people wearing these uniforms, you still see the future for them. But what is important now is uh, the uniform now is no longer the uniform of uh, the ancient times. Because now you see we as the parents, we need to correct that point of uniform. It's not just a fashion where they now they are wearing the short skirts now. Mm. You see on their uniform. Now you can even see the paintings on their uniforms. Uh, the girls now uh, use the girls now are also wearing the trousers of the boys yeah. in schools. Then now uh, it shows the behavior. Now things have changed. Now we need to brought, we need to bring back the intentions of the uniform yeah. the children. Yeah. So well, we see, as the children, we as the parents, we need to correct that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely hear you, and I'd like to get onto the gender issue. You know, the guys and girls stuff because yeah. uh, that's interesting. Thanks very much, Fusi. Okay, Thank you. Thanks. Um, also had an earlier caller, one of the ones that would drop same shame, saying about how agonized his boys were about Civvy's Day and having nice enough clothes. Oh, you know, it's a real thing to go through. Um, Lisa, if I can just bring you in here, uh, 0892102010, Jackie will get to you just now. Just bring you in on the issue of um, gender. Uh, because, you know, back in the day, girls just didn't wear trousers. Now the guys and the girls' uniforms are pretty much the same. Has there been any sort of uh, expression on that from any of the school governing boards? Um, not as far as we are aware. I mean, we have heard of one or two instances which we haven't dealt with directly about learners, uh, girl learners not, not being allowed to wear pants. But it seems to be widely accepted that they can. And, I mean, I think that a dress code should be a very fluid policy um, that should change with, with time and with how society has changed. So I don't see any reason for restricting a female learner from wearing pants. Yeah. I think the, the gender dimension would get interesting when you had to question what a boy learner could wear as opposed to a girl. Yeah, yeah. Can you say? What's your feeling on, on girls wearing trousers? I, I think it's, a, it's good to actually wear trousers because I'm actually wearing a trouser now. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, you know... 
when I wear a trouser, I feel comfortable in it. And mm. of course, for winter basis, for winter, it helps me a lot. I can't, mm. you can't expect me to wear a skirt in winter. So I do, I, I do like the idea of actually girls wearing pants yeah. at school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the aspect of pants, um, like for for quite some time now, our society is changing from an olden days up until as as we continue, society changes and now w- women have come up to become. Um, things are happening. The government is transforming a lot of um, factors in in how society works in order to uh, balance out the the inequalities that are present. And women come out to to um, to having to be able to do the same things on equal basis as the men. And having trousers on, well, it's, at least the school will, will allow it. And then it's it's okay for girls to to do the same as yeah. the boys. Yeah, that's all yeah. underlying the equality. Yes, absolutely. Um, Jacques on the line from Natal, who in fact is a, a, a retired headmaster who taught in both South Africa and the States. Jacques, hi. Hello there. Hi. Uh, nice to talk to you. Very interesting to listen to the pupils' comments. Hmm. Uh, I think they all have a lot of wisdom in what they're saying. My, my particular beef is simply that uh, we should, first of all, be climate conscious when we design uniforms. And large number of the uniforms in South Africa were designed with the British model in mind. And I think uh, heavy dark blazers uh, are inappropriate for our climate. Secondly, I, I, my heart beats for those rural children who do not have the money to eat properly before they come to school. They suffer from protein deficiency, but they are driven into white shirts, which are impractical, ties, which are not really suited to our climate, dark blazers and long grey flannels, which are expensive and difficult to maintain. So, yes, I think it's very nice to have a sense of belonging, but I've taught at the DuPont schools in America where there are no uniforms, and there is simply a prescription of a type of clothing that one uses so that you don't get the very rich and the very poor uh, competing with each other. Uh, finding something that is practical and prescribing a, li- a type of clothing here that is appropriate to the climate and that is affordable to the people who are expected to wear it. Yeah, interesting points, Jacques. Thank you very much. Thank you. Maybe it would be interesting to get some sort of, uh, when I say a fashion designer, but somebody who knows a little bit about clothing because one of the things that I also heard from choppers uh, that school dresses in the past used to be plain and now they're check which is just ever so slightly more fashionable what happens to them once they go home and they get adjusted in terms of length and width is altogether something different you're listening to otherwise here on SAFM if you'd like to give us a call on the subject of school uniforms 0892 10 2010 there have been so many um, different areas to, to talk about but um, Laura just would really like Lisa sorry we'd just like to come to the issue of cultural religion uh, and those sort of things we read recently about the young boy who had rasta dreads and I think he was allowed to keep them but there have been issues around whether or not girls can Muslim girls are allowed to wear scarves have we resolved that does it remain an ongoing issue um, well we, we all know that what the law says and how the constitutional court has applied those rights which, which allows for that, for that kind of diversity within schools for learners who sincerely have those religious beliefs or cultural practices however whether that has trickled down to schools seems to be another matter entirely mm-hmm. and you know, we always come against schools that 
that fail to actually adapt and Can a parent get in touch with Equal Education if they want to know if they've got uh, any strong feelings or indeed learners? Can they get in touch with you for advice and help? Yes. yes. What's, what's um, your website? Uh, I'm, I'm, we're from the Equal Education Law Centre, well, yeah. I am, and yeah. Bonga is from, from EE. Yeah. Um, our website is eelawcentre.org.za. Okay. So our most recent case concerned uh, Rastafari learning in the Free State, and, and it went to, to court, and um, the court obviously ordered that she had to be admitted back into school because it mounted to an unlawful suspension or exclusion. Um, however, there was quite a lot of resistance from from the community, which we tried to work out, and fortunately the Free State Education Department has been uh, willing to work together with us, and they are going to host workshops to, to relay those mm. kind of in, that kind of information to schools. So hopefully that it will trickle down from the top, yeah. which is the only way that we see it actually working. Yeah. Okabongo, if anybody would like to get hold of EE, um, not the Law Centre, the website is? It's um, equaleducation.org.za. Okay. Yes. Equaleducation.org.za .za. or eelawcentre.org.za. Uh, EE we'll put those up on our Facebook page if you'd like to find out a little bit more. Um, I'd like to come back, if I may, to our learners, the issue of school bags. Another opportunity for a bit of a statement, one way or another. And I've seen lots of bags with lots of things writing on them. Other, do you have laws? That was another one of the things that uh, my school outfitter said. You know, very often there are proper ones that have got sort of segments in them, but very often people use carry mores and they write things on them. Well, of late, that has it's been something that our school has looked into, and we've actually had we, they're putting it's. It's, it's, they're putting in the code of conduct. It's something that's new because they found that kids are writing things on their bags that could lead to danger. Okay. Well, not really necessary at school, but also outside of school. It will bring danger to, to themselves. So of late, it has been an issue at our school where bags, bags that are, that are people that write in bags, their bags are not allowed to, they get confiscated and taken away. But of late, it has been an issue. Yeah, I think uh, there wasn't there a piece in the paper about recently about the Satanism case, and I think that the young, the, the learner had actually got something that indicated that he was a member of that. Um, Sia, your school bag is it completely clean? <laughs> You're not allowed to write anything on it. Uh, yeah, it's completely clean. Oh well, I don't write anything on it because I don't see the importance in doing such thing. Um, it, it, as as time grows in our school, uh, um, our school bags have become part of our school uniform, okay. and it, there may be a lot of discussions or debates that may arise due to people wanting to know what forms part of a school uniform. Does a beanie? Does a scarf? Does a glove? Or does the kind of shoes that I wear form part of school uniform? And the school bag, can you mention it having such? wordings on it. Okay, a name could be appropriate in terms of identity and, and some other stances where you find a bag and you should know where it belongs to. But our school allows that to happen, but it should not be ex exposed as much. And, and in such a, there was a case, some sort of case at school as well, where a learner also had um, a flag, Rastafarian flag on his bag, drawn up so bright. And it also included some messages around and that, that rose a lot of things within this, uh, the, the, the staff members at school because the, unfortunately the religion or the belief system of a Rastafarian is, doesn't have positive connotations within amongst 
um, learners at school were all expected to be obviously maybe under the age of 18 and are learners and they expected to, to behave accordingly. And now things like that come up and for example my school which um, provides a certain limitations to the extent of what you can put on your bag and I feel it, it, there's there's also much discussions around that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have to interject and mm, say okay. if the school wouldn't have a problem with someone displaying a cross, then they shouldn't have a problem with someone displaying a flag. Yeah. But as to I don't know the particular circumstance. Yeah, it's I suppose it's the thin end of the wedge, isn't it? Mm. Just got another message in from Super in Napier, who or Napier, who says that uniforms instill the kind of discipline students need. And I suppose they do. They represent so much. I go back to the Serafina story. I go back to the, you know, 1976 story where the uniform spoke volumes. Are you, you guys, just last words from you very briefly, um, are, are you looking forward to the day when you can say, that's it, no more uniforms? Or are you proud? Well, um, I'm a proud C-point. I love my school very much. Uh, um, it, it's great sadness. Actually, I was speaking to my sisters a few days ago, and I was telling her, can you believe, really, that in a few months, that I'll actually have to put my blazer. And I already spotted a, sp- a place in my mother's house where I'm going to put Hang a it blazer. on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wonderful. Maybe, not, maybe pass it on to somebody who might need it more than you do. What? No, never. That's not good. Can you say, Thank you very much. Well done. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both very much from Seapoint Boys High School. From Seapoint. Oh, sorry. Seapoint <laughs> School High School right across the road. Lisa Andrews and Nokobonga Yawa both from Equal Education Law and Networking, uh, respectively. And we will put up their details. www.equaleducation.org.za or eelawcentre.org.za. Thanks, team. Up next here on SAFM, it's time for shop. Shop the children's break.